Welcome to the show. Uh, HPR is back, and we are finally legal. <laughs> We're 18! <laughs> we hit episode 18! Still can't drink it, though. Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're, what a start. We're on... This, we are doing a doubleheader again, which you guys all know means that we are barely going to keep the train rolling. The, I'm trying to put some good vibes out here for that we <laughs> actually just... Because it's a good movie we're doing. Yes. I actually, I'm very excited to do this I, movie. Me too, because I just threw this movie out there. I was like, oh, I love this movie. Have y'all seen it? And both of you said no. And I went, excuse me? Both of us said no and said we wanted to see the sequel. Yes. I know. And I was like, uh-uh. Instead. We're watching the OG first before we watch the sequel. You dumb butts. So the movie is The Shining, uh, yep. but we wanted to watch Doctor Sleep, but we yes. hadn't seen The Shining, so we had to obviously. And watch. I'm a huge Halloween, Stephen King horror, spooky season. I'm a white girl. Let's all get spooky season hats done. <laughs> I love this stuff. So uh, the fact they hadn't seen it, I'd seen a movie they hadn't seen yet before. Kate is the reason that stores start stocking yes. Halloween stuff in midsummer these days. One hundred percent, yes. Mm-hmm. I regret nothing. Do you, do you want to tell them about your recent purchase no. as a slight tangent? My roommate, Madeline, who you met the other week when we had Moulin Rouge episode, we were running some errands and we drove by a store with a big sign that said Spirit of Halloween. Did we do a U-turn so quickly in the middle of the road? Yes. <laughs> did we spend an hour and a half in Spirit of Halloween? Yes. Did I buy a shirt that said Easy Bake Coven? You bet your ass I did. <laughs> That was that was the main thing I wanted you to share. I you regret an easy nothing. Big shirt. Easy bit. I regret nothing. I, I regret nothing. That's outstanding. That's awesome. Um <laughs> so, I got Starbucks. Uh the previous episode we just knocked out, which you guys are gonna hear well before this one, uh, was us covering uh the going odds of the uh DC fandom. Yeah, to timestamp it, it's the twenty yes. third. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, because we didn't really get into any we we talked news on that, but we didn't really talk. You guys watching anything new right now that's uh, worth jumping into? I mean, no. I just finished JoJo's. Well, I didn't finish. I finished the part three of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. One through three. So I'm. Uh, it's great anime. I just finished Haiku season. Three, nice. So we're on anime kick right now. Yeah, and then they've got me watching uh, My Hero Academia as well. My Hero you Academia is probably. Probably top three best animated shows I've seen. I had to upgrade my Hulu because I could not deal with the short ass episodes and the amount of ads Hulu's putting in there. Yes. If you want to piss Kusik off ever, put ads on anything. Yes. Uh, This man will pay for it. How many services do you pay for? Too many. I have it on a budgeted spreadsheet and it's too many. (laughs) (laughs) The The man has every version of YouTube you can get. I'll have YouTube Red and YouTube TV. I'm and sharing YouTube TV with people. Yes. And every time that. he comes over to my apartment and there's an ad on a YouTube video, the amount, like a the vein, pores. the vein pops out. Yeah, he, he gets the vein like Monica. I get Hulu, yes. I get Hulu. I get not wanting to do ads on Hulu because I'm the same way with that, but YouTube, it's like... Oh. No, I'm actually I'm in his camp on the YouTube thing now. I have not pulled the trigger on it, but it is not far away. Look, being able to download videos and watch them anytime, podcasts, is well, a great thing. Here's the thing. If we ever do that... Plug, 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 plug for the future. I will throw something on YouTube to fall asleep to, and then when an ad kicks on and it's loud as shit, then I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh right, well, we're back, we're awake. Those, yeah, ASMR videos. It, it was fine when the ads were only at the beginning. Yeah, but now, now they're starting to drop. Yeah, now they're starting to drop a mid 
video. It's but after damage. a night out of drinking, it may be a good thing to just so you know you're still alive, just to wake you up. <laughs> <you're good. laughs> Jolt of adrenaline. Things hey. that we may want to keep that full, but do you want to buy John, this? John Wickad comes on, and I've just dropped into the middle, <laughs> into the void, <laughs> into the void. <laughs> just oh yeah. Uh, so anyways, we're doing The Shining though. And this is a classic. Stephen King was definitely on some kind of drugs when he wrote this, oh, and does yes. a. Does he even remember writing this? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. There, so there are a couple books that he claims that he doesn't remember writing. Uh, I know the most notable of those is uh, Cujo. I wouldn't remember writing Cujo. How does anyone remember writing a book like that? I'm sorry, the book's ridiculous. I I don't know the book. Honestly. It's, it's uh, good. It's just ridiculous. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, and I definitely think this probably fell. More in that time period. Probably. Uh, and I misspoke, actually. I thought this was one of the few movies that Stephen King was actually okay with. No. It being translated into a movie. And yeah. he no. hates this movie. Yes. He does. Yeah. I was going to correct you the other night. I was like, I don't know. I don't know for certain either. I'm going to hold the yeah, tongue. I, yeah. Uh, that was my mistake. I think he, and I'm talking out my ass again. I think he liked Dr. Sleep. And there was one other one that he liked recently. Yeah. But I, I don't remember. I should have Googled that, but. Uh, yeah. I think he said he liked Dark Tower, and that's not a great movie or representation of those books. Good movie, bad representation of those books. Um, the Shining was written in '77, and Cujo was written in '81, so it's close enough to the same period. Probably, uh, yeah. It's so drugs were definitely drugs mm-hmm. definitely happened during this. He was on the uphill climb. <laughs> Was, and I'm sorry, I love dogs. I cry when like the dogs die in like a movie or oh, anything like this. Kujo, I'm like, kill the dog, kill the dog, do it, do it, take it out. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about The Shining. Yes. <laughs> we'll come back for Kujo another day. Uh, this is a Stanley Kubrick for, uh, film. Uh, I cannot talk today. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick did it, uh, 1980. Uh, uh, he is famous for a lot of just killer films. All right. Uh, He's also famous for being an ass to work with. Yes, he is. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What probably the biggest ones everybody would recognize: Space Odyssey, two thousand one. Yep. He also did the historical epic Spartacus and Clockwork Orange. Yep, that uh, movie. Now you can tell between me and Kate what we like to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, oh, he also did. Oh, that. Mm, he also directed Alita. Uh, Doctor Strange Love. Strange Love. I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also. Interesting. So he did the 1962 movie Lolita, which is very risky storyline. But Shelley Winters starred in that as well. Or am I mixing things up real quick? Shelley Duvall? Shelley Duvall, Shelley Winters. I mix those up. Never mind. Different Shelleys. I was going to say, I was like, why would she work with him again? That's makes no sense. All the Shelleys. Never mind. Scratch that. I didn't realize Eyes Wide Shut was his last movie. I was thinking that was Full Metal Jacket. But he died the same year that came out. Oh, shit. Yeah. He did 2001 Space Odyssey. Did not make it to 2001 to see it. Nope. Honestly, he'd probably like, I made, I made the best version of 2001. Mm-hmm. His last film was Eyes Wide Shut, was completed shortly before his death in 1999 at the age of 20. What? 70. Wow, I can read. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like what sort of savant was Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> Sorry, my brain went to, yeah, he, he didn't make it to 20, 2001. He when he was four. Yeah. Didn't you know? Like, we're on a double take right now. We're getting there. We're Benjamin building up. Benjamin bummed it. <laughs> My mind went to Space Odyssey 2001 and then 1999. I was like, oh, so it's just right. 2000. And it just, my brain did not catch That'd up with my mouth. That'd be 10. Um, 2001 Space Odyssey, 1999. 2000. Oh, I thought you said 91 to 2001. No, 1999. Okay, cool. My you're math good, is not good. wrong. Cool, cool. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. 
But uh, Miss Miss Yeah. Shining came out in 1980. Uh, it stars Jack Nicholson, who is just a very wonderful actor, but he's just a crazy man. He's crazy. Yes. Uh, we have Shelley Duvall. Yep. I guess I'm Shelley Duvall. Whose life was basically ruined by this movie. Yes. yes. Danny, which is why I was like, if she did, it doesn't make any sense. Why would she do yeah. two movies with this director? Also, this might they have... They just bullied the shit out of her. That right. We have Danny Lloyd, uh, who the, plays our, our kid in this, and God bless him with that bowl cut. There's a high percentage of cast where the characters share the cast name. Yes. In this movie. Danny Lloyd's Real name is Danny Lloyd, yeah. and the character's name is Danny, Jack Nicholson, and Jack Torrance. Yep. Yeah. I think it's mainly those two, but yes. Yeah. But and that's then, still, it's kind of the uh, time, number of times that the uh, Polish had bears conscripted to the military. I'd have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It's like, I find a nickel for every time this happened. I only have two, but it's weird that it happened the second time. We need to make a list of how many like, times we can say that. Yeah. The, the number of French kings that have uh, died by walking into a doorframe. <laughs> weird that, that one? Oh, no. Weird that it happened twice. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. okay. Back to this movie. We also have Scatman Crothers. 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 Right. But Scatman Crothers. Yes. Which, I just... He's Is that a fake name? That has to be a fake uh, name. I'm... Yeah, it sounds like Benjamin a, Sherman Crawford, but he's I mean, professionally yeah, known as Scat Man. He was one of the top scatters out there. Okay, that makes sense. He also voiced the Scat Cat and the Aristocats in Disney. Fun fact. Interesting. Scat means something substantially different now than it did when he was Yes, it did. I hope. Yes, it does. It did. <laughs> yeah. If you want to look that up, feel free. Uh, no. Private browser. Yeah, that's a private browser question. We don't want ads for that. Oh my god, he also voiced Hong Kong Fooey, the dog, in the. In, there's an animated series on. I don't know. Network, but it's called Hong Kong Fooey, and it was a dog that hmm. did kung fu and beat up bad guys. <laughs> I know this show, sorry. So, what a, what a time. Boomerang <laughs> was a special time in my life. Yes. This movie is probably one of the more unnerving horror movies I've ever watched. Oh, God, Because yeah. there's not really a ton of supernatural elements to it. It's I mean, they, there are some, but it's not yeah. heavy. It's not nearly as heavy-handed. Yes, it's not like... There's no jump scare, right. really. There's more like, oh, oh. Yeah, like, it's like a... Oh, very mild, oh, like, oh, God, here we are. Yeah. Oh, God, why? No, God, why? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there is a one big go god live moment. I mean, it's not like Salem's Lot, where obviously supernatural stuff's going on. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we were recording earlier, you could have heard our rendition of uh, our cover of Hallelujah uh, by whatever, James Buckley? Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley? Yeah. Joe Buckley? Jay Buckley. Jay, 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 Jay Buckley's abbreviated. Hallelujah, yeah. Well, it's your voice. Uh, no, we're not doing it again. Give the people little, what they want. It's a great little cover where we just basically threw in yeah. shining references. Also, I'm calling this up. Any child actor with the last name Lloyd is going to struggle. Yeah. Although, Going back to our Luke, Star Wars reference and giving it to you, man. I'm yep. handing it to you on oh, the yeah. silver platter. Jake Lloyd did get arrested. Feel bad for him. Another Jake. Yikes. That movie fucked him up. <laughs> And now we have Danny Lloyd, Absolutely. who this just ruined him psychologically, and yeah. he became a teacher. Yeah, he does look a lot Jeff like Buckley. Jack Nicholson. Jeff Buckley. Damn. Yeah. Jay Buckley. Stick to it. Yeah, J. Dot Buckley. J. Dot Buckley. Um, <laughs> they look similar in these images. Like, they could be father-son, in a sense, maybe. Maybe wrong. It's mainly the... Wow, yes. There. It's mainly the hair. 
The receding hairline is mainly yes. what's doing yeah. it for me. Danny Lloyd, not looking But good. I find it interesting that we have Jack Nicholson playing Jack oh. Torrance, and then we have da- uh, Danny yeah. Lloyd playing Danny Torrance. Yes. You missed that. We you talked about Danny that five minutes ago, but I'm glad you I brought it up again. I don't the other ones as well, though, and I'm going back into it. No, no. I was going to say, I'm glad you brought it back up again. <laughs> you know Danny Lloyd's only been an actor in three movies? Really? Shining, Doctor Sleep, and Will. The he other was in Doctor Sleep. He was. He had a cameo. Yeah, he, sure. a, he was cameo. Oh. Uh, it just says Spectator One. Oh. Which is why we had to watch this first, so you can pick these things up when you watch yes. the sequel. I don't think I would recognize Danny Lloyd. No, not with just that. Just look for a kind of Jack Nicholson look like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, but I brought this back up. Yes, too. to bring it back up. Yeah, I, I think they did it on purpose. And left Shelley Duvall with a different name just to be like, these are the two creepy ones. You're going to be screaming their name and we don't want people to know if you're in character or out of character. We don't, we're, oh, we're yeah. going to keep filming. And if you're yelling at Jack Nicholson to stop axing through a door that you're hiding behind, he's going to think you're just saying Jack Torrance. The legend is that they didn't tell her that he was going to come through the door. They said that he was going to be well, knocking on the door or something. Well, here's the thing. The kid, like, the Jack and Danny were actually names of the characters in the books, too. Yes. So it's like, I, I, did they plan this far in it? Maybe. It's probably easier to plan with the kid. To find any yeah. young yeah. kid named Danny mm-hmm. <laughs> that is willing to be in a scary movie whose parents are going to let them be traumatized. Pretty much. I mean, that had to be traumatizing that it was only, that he only had one other act, real acting credit and the other one was a biography. Yeah. Oof. I mean... Especially, like, Shelly had to deal with, like, this kid who basically is acting like a crazy person. It's like, Danny's not here right now. Danny's not here right now. It's whatever mm-hmm. the finger guy. Red Rum. Yeah, Red, Red Rum. Murder. Which in the mirror? It's Murder. Murder. Also. Murder. Just the, the voice he does with his little. Yeah. Word. That, like, back of the throat guttural, like, blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. Yeah. You would have done it. Danny's not here. If, if they did a remake of The Shining and gender swapped that, you would have been perfect for it. <laughs> Good thing I'm or, 26. Or, as, well, I mean, I'm saying if they did it a while back, as, yeah. as little. Little Kate? Yeah. Uh, I could have given you a bowl cut. they pass you off. Yeah, it's fine. I got the curly hair, too. It'd be like a full on Annie after a little bit. Oh, she was in uh, oh, some Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah, well, she did, She almost did anything in the creepy, creepy zone. Um, but this movie had a $19 million budget and box office, $46.2 million for 1980. That's... Oh, sorry. Reread those numbers. Uh, the budget was $19 million, Okay. And the box office was $46.2 million. Yeah, I mean, it doubled its money. I wouldn't, like, it's success. It, yeah, they... But I don't think... Nowadays. But for Stephen King, this was when he was first, like, getting more well-known. I think that's definitely success. Bringing it up. Oh, yeah, it's definitely successful, but, like... And we might be jaded because we're thinking like Avatar, which while it was right. a $300 million movie, netted a billion dollars. Did it? Almost. Wait, which Avatar? Blue People. Blue, Blue People. People one. Okay, cool. So you think I, we, I was we, confused about the Avatar last year, but I was like, wait, what? No. Did you think Shyamalan and Ethan netted a billion dollars with that movie? No, that's why I was confused. <laughs> like, wait, what, am I, what am I getting? What am I missing here? Avatar has become... Avatar The Last Airbender has come up too much recently. Yes. And Avatar Blue People won not as much. Not as much. They, they pushed it back again. The sequel. Just don't release them. Just put them in the vault. They're I, there. You did it. Congrats. Yes. No one, wants it. No one needs it, I think. I want it. Okay. 
Also, they were Disney literally just spent a stupid amount of money to make a whole Avatar Pandora world. Yep. They're releasing the, the movies. The Animal Kingdom is now Pandora World. Oh. Well, I mean, they still have Animal Kingdom as well. It's like just attached now. Yeah, the big tree of life in the center is now. Uh, Which I hate so much. The, <laughs> the floating trees. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I think, so much. Uh, there's, there's some great videos on YouTube where people just like will go around on the boardwalk in like California and be like, Name one character from Avatar. Jake Sully. And yes, you would do it. <laughs> and I'd do it because he's got my name. We've, we've got a weird... And we have Trash Brain. Yep. <laughs> but um, the amount of people that they'd go up to be like, name one character and I'll give you like 20 bucks. They're like... Ah, <laughs> ah, uh, <laughs> oh. Just can't do it. Uh, Natiri was Zoe Saldana. Yep. Uh, let's see who else I can get. Um, you had a... Uh, oh, I don't... Another actor or the character's name, but you have the uh, the old man who is uh, Sully in the Nathan Drake little. Oh, does he? Oh, yes, he is. What's his Which, name? Um, Hep. Hep. Yeah. Um, he is. Ready, yo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when we're going back to the uh, Shining. Stephen Lang. Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang. Yeah. Uh, we can go. We can go back to the Shining, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's tired, and um, which is fair. Oh, girl from it's Aliens. Sunday. The girl from Aliens. Well, we're just gonna grill up. We're gonna have a chill night. <laughs> the girl from Aliens is uh, Doctor Augustine. Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Ridley. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Thank yes. You. Thank I, you. I knew it was strange. I could not plug it from the ether. Speaking of strangeness, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. So we have Good Jack Torrance. Thank you. I tried. Tips the door. Segway. Segway. We have Jack Torrance, who is a. <laughs> I'm a writer, but to pay the bills, I'm a teacher. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's... You haven't written one single thing, but you're a writer. Well, and, like, what I like is we very much get this uh, Jack is all about himself right at the very beginning because without consulting his wife, oh, I'm sure they'll love being ex- secluded in the yeah. mountains for five months. Yeah, well, you, no, she you knows he's job. doing the job because when he calls, she goes, you get the job, honey? And, yeah, so, like, they know. It's coming Yeah, but up. they didn't know the whole, like... By the way, someone was axe murdered here. Well, a few years back. Uh, my wife will love it. She loves this stuff. Yeah. Well, because he explains to her after he gets the job, he's like, "I got the job. We're going to be up in the mountains by ourselves for five months." It's like, oh, mm-hmm. like that. That was a conversation that occurred. Yeah. Following it, like she knew she he was going for the job. I don't think there was like that much knowledge on it. Being. You basically also, learned this isn't a good guy from the beginning. Yeah. It's not a great family because you have. Danny who faints in the bathroom. Yeah. Pediatrician mm-hmm. comes over and they're like, has anything like tragic happened to Danny? Yeah. And freaking Wendy the entire time is like, you know, like you pull a kid's arm out of its socket like people do. It, it, it was an accident. <laughs> it was purely accident. Mother, it happened. You mother of the year, everybody. You, you do it a thousand times. Just yank the kid's arm till it's almost broken, but it happens every time. You know. Yeah, I'm just dislocating the shoulder. And he said, Wendy, if I ever, also the way she does that voice, yeah. Wendy, if I ever have another drop of alcohol, you can just leave me. And he hasn't had a drop of alcohol. He named our son, but you know what? The good things happen when that happens. Technically, he didn't have another drop the rest of the movie. Unless that ghost alcohol is real. In which case, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good sign. He was on some ghost absence. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, so they get up to the mountains. Yeah. And uh, it's beautiful scenery. Beautiful shots. Cinematography shots. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Stanley Kubrick, yeah. well known for his establishing shots. Yeah. I mean, the opening is you, you can tell they're in a helicopter just following this car driving up a windy road. Mm-hmm. The only thing that ruins it is the credits rolling up. 
Just this oh, you know, yeah, trash, fuck, blue. It's the 80s. It reminded Long. me of like a West, Long. like a 60s Western. Yeah, it did a little bit. But that's not within five of that movie. Nope. Also, minus the 80 wallpaper and the 80s carpeting, it's a beautiful hotel. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I think I can only say this because I've survived COVID so far in 2020 isolation. I'm like, I could, I could hang out in this giant ass mm-hmm. hotel for five months with me and my friends. It'd be fine. If I had to be secluded somewhere, that much square footage would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, again, I would just be Danny giving my bike. I'm just going to ride around the hallways. <laughs> would you go to find the uh, lady in the bathroom? I went first. I'll run really quickly afterwards. Okay. <laughs> um, but again, I like how they like, like you know, you just bring this up. We, it's, we were obligated yeah. to, but the, the guy that worked here 10 years ago and did the exact job as you, he's not as crazy as you are normally, so that's how we know this was a big deal, but he went a little stir-crazy, got some cabin fever, and butchered his wife and two daughters with an axe, and then shot himself in the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Butchered them up, left them in a room. But he, he lived in very around. neatly, though. Yeah. Very yep. nice and neat. I think he was a caretaker through and through. Mm-hmm. Until but he, he wasn't the, the head, caretaker. True. Was that a WWE reference? No, no, well, no. <laughs> yes and no. No, I'm thinking Undertaker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I butch it. Uh, yeah. With Jack Torrance being labeled. You, you've, you've always, always been, been the caretaker. caretaker. Oh. Which, I want to bring that up because uh, when he's talking to Lloyd at the bar, he knows Lloyd's name. Yeah. Lloyd's name. Oh, yeah. yeah. He gets up there and well, really makes you wonder name. is it a ghost thing or is it a mental health thing? This whole thing? I think it's a possession thing. I think it's a possession thing, yeah. Especially like, mixed with mental health and cocaine. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing where the house is alive. Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of the, the big... Monster house. And yeah. we get uh, Tony as Danny's imaginary best friend, but he's not actually imaginary. Who, which, may I just say, is. Tony li- hides in his mouth, but lives in his stomach, but uses... Hides in his stomach, But yeah. talks with his finger. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's how the boy can perceive him or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's something that had to do with the shine the, or whatever he has. If you've ever seen Muppets Treasure Island, you have Mr. Bimbo who lives in his finger and he I, talks with his finger this way. That okay. makes more sense. I wasn't sure you were going to go with that with the Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets with the hand up the ass. <laughs> it's like, where are you going with this? No, the There's a thing has, in his stomach. <laughs> and Muppets Treasure Island, one of the characters has an imaginary oh, no. friend who lives in his finger and he talks like this. So it makes more sense. Why wouldn't Tony just live little boys throw <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Why wouldn't Tony live in the fingers? My question. I don't know. Ask, ask Stephen King. Stephen give, King. Give him some cocaine. Because you're on cocaine does not mean you can make it this confusing. <laughs> but, uh, and we learned that uh, the cook, played by Scatman Brothers, Brothers, is uh, also got the shine. Yes. The same as Danny does. Offer some ice cream telepathically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a good guy. Also knows that they call him Doc. It's his nickname. Yes. Yep. Does anyone actually call him Doc other than him? Uh, his mm-hmm. mom does a couple times. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. Uh, so we get, uh, and then he just bolts. He's like, let me show you, make, become good, fast friends with you, and then we're going to uh, bolt and Don't die. go He's to like, Miami. Don't go to that room, 237. Stay away from it. Also, I'm leaving. Yes. Have fun. Don't Tell die. a six-year-old boy, don't go into this one room. He's going to go find the room. That's or the room found that, That's somebody telling you don't look. Where do you think my eyes are going next? Yeah. <laughs> don't look at me. Also, like I feel for Wendy in this. Like 
Her husband's abusive and asshole to her. Her son's a little off. And she is trapped in this giant hotel while her husband's working all day. And she'll come be like, hey, hun, get a lot of writing. And he's like, you fucking dumbass bitch. You interrupted me. How dare you? Like, he literally yep. cusses yeah. her out. It's and she's like, I just asked if you did good writing today. It truly is an abusive relationship. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because in the book, it's he's a much more redeemable and sympathetic. He, That's probably why he's much more of a victim of the possession yeah. and not just an asshole. That's probably why part so, of why uh, Stephen King doesn't like him. It's a big reason. Yeah, that so the ending is was it Jack Nicholson playing just himself? Maybe, or mm, it was it a, it was an audition for the Joker, which came out <laughs> a few years later, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the answer was yes. It was an audition tape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I feel bad for Stephen King, though, because he does like his book, The Shining, a lot. And then this movie came out, and this movie is one of cinematic masterpieces in thriller horror genre, mm-hmm. and it's going to come out all the time. He's like... And he hates it. <laughs> yeah, and, he hate, and it's something that he hates because it deviates so far from his original work. Yeah. And here's the thing, if they were to do a remake, because it's not Jack Nicholson crazy assholeness, people probably aren't going to like it as much, even though it's probably going to be truer to the book. I mm-hmm. think they could, I bet, I think they could do it well again. As I think so too, yeah. Oh, I agree. Like, I don't know what my, my dream casting would be. I think Tom Hardy could play a real unhinged guy. Oh God, he probably could, but he'd do a weird voice. But, he would do a weird voice. He'd do it. That man, he's a great actor. Why does he have to do a weird voice for every character? <laughs> Imagine The Shining, but only in a Bane voice. <laughs> no, only in the Peaky Blinders voice. All work with no play makes Bane a dumb boy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cared who I was until I was behind the typewriter. <laughs> Nobody cared who I was until I grabbed this hatchet. <laughs> Here's Johnny. It's not my name. Nope. Here's the thing. I, I think Tom Hardy's too attractive and young to pull off. I mean, you could, you could. And you know who could kill it would be Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Gary Oldman may be a little too old now, though. He's yeah, I mean, yeah. He, but I, yes, that's the energy. I'm thinking, yeah, like Gary Oldman when he was in Leon the Professional would be like an idea, a great cast for this. Yeah. Michael Caine is Lloyd. <laughs> I, I'm Michael Caine everything. Honestly, uh, I put Andy Serkis as Lloyd. That would work a little better for uh, me. Yeah, I absolutely, I don't hate that. Also, this podcast has changed. We're no longer review movies. We just cast. We, we just, yeah, we just We're started just recasting. Yeah, welcome to uh, the recast. Um, God, yeah, like, I, I, I definitely think it's you could do it. Because <laughs> with the advances that we had in lighting, like, how we can do lighting and stage design, you could do, like, Honey of Hill House. Did you guys watch that? Oh, yeah. yes. We watched it together. Uh, yes, the except for the last episode, which you watched without me. Sorry. And I almost, despite, didn't watch it. But I finished <laughs> it. I did it. But, like, how in that they had all the ghosts sitting in the background yes. just barely out of focus. Yes, and they Imagine go to the Shining with guests, like, it walking like, around the background of the yeah. hotel and stuff. Like, they do some of that a little bit, but, like... It's, it's that bar scene with the 20s party going on yes. that's creepier and at other times. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. What's this actress' name? She'd be a perfect casting for going for the Shelley Duvall vibe. Like, is it look? from Hill House? No, or, um, I don't know. Mm. Keep going, keep going. Um, but yes, I think they could easily do like. I think you could do a really good remake. Like as long as we're rebooting properties, let's yeah. do one that like has a lot of room for good execution. Yeah, I I think the problem is they just came out with the sequel. You can't really reboot it if you did the sequel. Oh, you know what? They, I guess you can. Yeah, you can. 
the prequel. The prequel of the sequel and remake of the original. <laughs> oh my god. Let's make, that let's broke my brain. This gives the people some headaches. Yeah. Just uh, really confused the timeline. <laughs> Although I am. I, Marty, we gotta go back. Yeah. I really do want to watch Doctor Sleep. Again, solely because I big old man crush on Ewan McGregor. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, I think it was the three people, and you can name your man crushes. You can have any if you don't want to. I'm doing mine now because here we are. All right, let's do this. What it's uh, Ewan McGregor, Chris Pine, and then uh, Henry Cavill. Those are, my, those are my top three. And it's mainly just because I like the characters that they play. Um, they are like, I, for it, me, they're like, my man crushes are like people that are like, you know what? I could really see myself enjoying to go sit at a bar and chat with them yeah. for like an extended period of time. Yeah. Like they seem like they would be just normal people. Like uh, Henry Cavill. I still making I, the desktop I, computer video is yes. probably one of the more down to earth things a celebrity has done since COVID started. It's great. <laughs> way superior. Like that turned in way better than the Imagine song. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> what a bad idea that was. Yeah. This was around the freaking bush, but I finally found it. Oh wow, we're here. It Back was, to the recast. Sorry. Because like the way I had a finder, I the remember an obscure episode of a TV show, and then I was like, wait, she was in Knives Out. What am I doing? Just find that. Um, her name is Riki Lanholm. She played the, the very skittish wife who had the wow. Nazi son. Oh, oh my the god. Yes. See, I was right. She would do so well as that role with the same energy and the her, same look. Gary Oldman and Go just grab a kid to be a child actor. Yeah, just I don't, grab, I don't grab know. a child actor kid. Oh, did y'all see The Prodigy? The creepy kid in that? Uh, That'd be a good one. Oh, maybe recast the, the girl who plays the daughter in Hereditary. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, maybe. That's some evil energy. That is a lot of evil energy. That was a weird movie as well. I never finished it. I've only seen like snippets of it. Yeah, same. I've only seen snippets and then a review, so I know how it ends. <laughs> I don't know how it ends. So but don't again, Gary Oldman's 62. He ain't having a six-year-old son. Relig- like, well, maybe he is. Not I don't on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct there. I'm not so saying it. It's happy little accident. <laughs> Just a little Bob Ross energy. Yeah. Anyways, sorry for that complete sidetrack. I was going to bug me until I figured out this actress. It's fine. We were on Man Crushes talking about The Shining, so it's yep. fine. Great. I'm glad. I think we, we don't have the trash energy, so it's not a loss yet. Yeah, no. We, we're we, still we, doing good. We haven't just totally derailed. Like, yeah. There have been some derailings, but they're I haven't made you cry so. laughing yet. Yes. And you haven't made me want to just jump off the window. Yes. <laughs> Window's not super structural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, away. Nope, nope, Go we're ahead. good. We're good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. But I like the cinematography throughout this movie, oh, yeah. especially mm-hmm. with like Danny and like riding the bike down the hallway. Right. And then it's very 80s with just like, because you knew the kid wasn't screaming, but they just go to a shot of his face going, Yes. And that was very great radio, but like mouth wide open staring at the camera, but yeah. it's obvious he's not screaming, it's, but he's yeah, supposed to be screaming. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, no, where they go back and they redub lines over. It's got an acronym. It's like not AMV or something. They, oh, did, did we talk about this last time? Uh, no, we talked about fully work last time. Fully work last time. Uh, th- time this is some, this is something besides fully work. Okay. But there, there's an acronym for when they like because mm-hmm. um, they originally Avengers Endgame. Spoiler: When Tony Stark snaps. They were originally just going to redub the line in there, 
Yeah. Uh, well, because he didn't they, say anything they the went, first time. Yeah, but then they went back and just reshot the scene because they, yeah. they didn't like it yeah. after they dubbed it. So yeah. glad they... They were out of dinner and they were like, oh, yeah, what if you did that? It's like, oh. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we yeah. got to do that. Well, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. was he- really hesitant at first. Yeah. Uh, apparently for that one. I think the... Uh, they definitely made the right choice. Yeah, definitely. That is the... I'm still... I've had a promotional poster from that movie since it came out that I have been trying to find a frame for uh, this whole time. Hobby Lobby. Uh, it's not a standard size. I couldn't find one there. Awesome. But it's it's the Infinity... It's the Iron Man Infinity Glove, and it says, Lo- uh, Love You 3000. Aww. Yeah. Cute. I don't think uh, Jack... Loves his son three thousand in the in the shower. No, nice he likes him three thousand pounds of force out of his arms. <laughs> he likes him in three thousand little pieces. Also, you have look. Obviously, chop chop chop. I was like, oh, it's not going well between Wendy and Jack and his writing. He's already started to cuss her out. And then Danny, who went into the room he wasn't supposed to go into, comes out, like, collar disheveled, scratches mm-hmm. on his neck. And, of course, Wendy assumes they're in this hotel alone. And she's like, Jack, what did you do? How could you? And Jack's like, oh, blame me for everything. I'm He's like, like I just woke up and told you I had a dream about murdering you both. Why would you assume it's me? Yes. What, what a conversation of a movie. I kind of forgot that happened. And then also, oh, it's like, you've literally... Dream. Sent our son to the hospital. I you. Of course I'm going to assume you did this. You've done this before. Did he Did he ever tell her that there was a murder in the hotel? No. Nope. Okay, so yeah. That, that would have no, been a clue for I her. think he did. I think he did. I don't know if he did because he told her that I dreamed I murdered you in the same way that someone was murdered here, essentially. Yes. And she didn't clue that together. That's a great way. When she's, he's like screaming, she's like, honey, are you okay? Yeah, I just had this nightmare that I butchered you and our son. Yeah. Head turns complete 180 around. Like, <laughs> that would have been a. a but I like how offended contrast. he gets. Yeah. He's like, How dare you assume I do this? You've already sent our child to the hospital. You're abusive and an asshole of me. I'm, how dare I do this? Yeah. Um, and then he just storms off to the bar. Yeah, so he's he talking to Lloyd. An he literally goes, drink. He talks about, he, like, he does say, like, I love that kid, love more than life itself. You know yeah. whose fault it is? And he literally goes, That bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, That's your wife. That poor woman. What what a tr- what a just hell existence! Oh my god, yeah. And again, we come back later to the after he goes. To, well, no, we'll go there. He goes to the creepy room because Wendy literally comes running to him and she's like, "Apparently, there's like, someone else." I was wrong. There is someone in here. I'm Apparently, sorry. Sorry, our son was in catatonic shock and finally got him to speak. He said that there's a creepy woman in the room. Will you go check? He goes checks and sees a very. Lovely sexual lady who is in the bathtub. She gets up completely butt naked. All, all I'm thinking is the conversation from Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Where Leonardo DiCaprio is telling his dad about strippers bush. I like the bush. I like the bush. Well, she's she, got a full like a bush. Doll. This actress is full on naked. Full on bush, 80s. Everything. But she's a very attractive woman. So, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, this poor actress. Naked actress to make out with fully clothed Jack Nicholson. In just like a, the weirdest makeout as well. Yeah, Jack is just rubbing his face on. It was really aggressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, Jack it's not kissing. It's just like aggressive. Oh, the actress is Leah Belden, who plays the young woman in the bathtub, and Billy Gibson. She said, "Be aggressive, be be aggressive." That's fired up. Okay. Yeah, but we have Leah Belden as the young woman in the bath. By the way, this is like the only thing she's ever credited for. That's fair. Um, but he's making out with her very aggressively. That's either a career maker or a career ruiner. Well, I think we know where this one went. 
and he looks in the mirror behind them and just sees saggy ass, decaying. Yeah, decomposing oh. old lady. Alleg- it was played by Billy Gibson. Archive. Oh, so she's credited in archive footage um, in Ready Player One. Oh. For when they replayed the scene. Oh, right. Well, there's that. Yeah, I forgot they went there. You're yeah, right, you're right. It made her career. Our bad. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Just wrecked that career. But I like how it doesn't even wrecked like... at least two people's careers. Three. Three. Yep. Wow. Everyone Maybe that's what Stephen King did like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the uh, horror that Stephen King Maybe was trying to Maybe came by like, to visit the set one day and just like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> what have I done? But also, uh, I like how Jack Nicholson reacts. He doesn't like scream and he's not freaking. He just kind of like slowly backs away and looks at her like. Leaves the back. Yeah. yeah. He's just horrified. He just walks away. He's like, yeah. I didn't mean to do that. This old lady's <laughs> just laughing at him like, ha, you kissed me and I'm dead. <laughs> Which is actually kind of what they do in American Horror Story season one. They have that where they have like the sexy young woman who oh. also turns into a creepy old lady too with like a glass eye. Wow. What else do they do that? So, oh, Game of Thrones. They did that with. Uh, yeah, uh, Red the, Woman. Yeah, the Red Woman. And then you get to season end of season five or four, whatever it was, and she takes off the necklace. And you're like, put it back on, put it back on, put it back on. Do the you, thing, do the thing. Do you know Jet Nicholas was the third choice? Really? Who was the Who first? Who was the first two? De Niro and then Robin Williams. Oh god. Oh oh, I love both those so much more. I I, I like both of those equally, but damn. Because here's the thing, Robin would have but Robin Williams, he would have played it as more of like an approachable, lovable, like father he's a good father. Completely unhinged. Yeah. By living here and what goes on. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Robin, you would have done so well. He would have done really well. I'm. The problem is, I can only I've only ever seen him in comedy, so I'm just like picturing the scene of Jack walking up the stairs, like I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna kill you. What? What is? Compassion brains him. I'm just seeing him like the Robin Williams voice, like. I'm not gonna hurt you, I'm just gonna, like almost a genius. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, that's the exact voice that was in my head too. Yeah, but if you see uh, Devil Hunting, he can, I think he would have done oh, so no, well I, with I it. Think he, I think but also, great. like, poor Shelley Duvall, because Robin Williams, when he was filming one of his comedies, Schindler's List was being filmed across the street, and he used to go over and make everyone laugh because they were doing oh. some heavy ass shit. Yeah. I'm like, imagine him having to do these creepy scenes and, like, just completely ruining Shelley. Yeah. And then afterwards, like, making her laugh, making sure she's okay. Oh, Robin, I miss you. you. If you want to see him in a more serious, more serious role, not totally serious role, uh, Angriest Man in Brooklyn with Mila Kunis and Peter Dinklage yes. okay. is yes. him in a truly the angriest man I've ever seen. <laughs> in all of Brooklyn. Yes, in all of Brooklyn, and that's saying something. Oh, there are angry men there. But uh, I mean, again, you have he does like Goodwill Hunting that vibe where it's like. He's a graduate man, but he's got a good heart yeah. and mm-hmm. all that. I'm like, if you wanted to play the Jack character as that original, more redeemable role, I think Rob Williams would be a great cast. Yeah. Honestly, I think it was our director over here was like, I want someone as fucked up as I am who's just going to ruin people mentally and psychologically. Well, apparently, Jack Nicholson's uh, like, what? Who? Huh? <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. I don't even have to act. Wait, the camera's rolling yeah. that whole time. He, he picks his head up off the bar. <laughs> what? Huh? He, he's done crashing through the door. He's like, oh, yes, yeah, I know I killed the scene. <laughs> oh, man. Apparently, Kubrick was incredibly protective of Danny Lloyd during the entire process That's of good. doing this movie. Danny Lloyd didn't know that it was a horror movie until later in his life. He thought they were shooting a drama. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I guess, yeah, I can, I'm just picturing all the scenes that Danny Lloyd's character's in, and like, yeah, you could, you yeah, could spin you, that to him. You could essentially make it very much not a, uh, 
Horrible. Although oh, those, the running through the snow in the maze. That's about the only one I can also, think I'm of. I'm sorry, yeah. you were mistaken. There were three actors ahead of... Uh, Who was the third? Harrison Ford. Interesting. Unless, I also, unless in for that cast. Yeah. No, but I just think that's really funny. They got Harrison I can, I can see that. I in I 1980? Yeah. I don't think he could. I think he would have done good, like, Jack before he went crazy. I, he could have done, like, the slow burn well, crazy. I'm, I'm thinking of him in some Indiana Jones scenes where he's, like, <laughs> it's a little snap, and you're like, oh, oh, wait, hold I'm, on. I'm, I'm skimming a bit of fun trivia for this. Yeah. Uh, the Here's Johnny scene. Is it, is it time for trivia, trivia time? With I think ja- it's trivia time. With Jack Nicholas coming through the door. Yeah. Took sixty doors before they were able to blow the hole properly, where Jack could get a step through it. <laughs> oh, gosh, that actually makes more sense because they cut away. He does the yeah, like those are not Johnny, those two takes are not the same. And they cut away, and you see like, oh, the other side's been busted in two. Yes, yeah, but he's only been axing one side. Yes, <laughs> they took cuts from multiple doors yeah. being attempted to do. That makes sense. What other trivia effects do you have? Uh... I have one about The Shining with Shelley Duvall. Poor Shelley Duvall. I, I just, I feel for her. This is the, uh, the poor Shelley Duvall episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The title. It really Bo- is. The Bless Her Heart episode. Yeah. Bless Your Heart. Um, well, he, okay, so the baseball bat scene where she has to run through um, the hotel carrying the baseball bat. He forced her to perform it 127 times back to back until she was so exhausted she just collapsed. Oh my god. Also, choke down on the bat, damn it. Yes, oh my god. That woman has it's never... It's like midway on the bat. You're not going to get any swing on this. I know. She's gripping from the dead center of the bat. Like, I wonder where this is going to go wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, when asked about how making the movie was like, she goes, almost unbearable, but from other points of view, really very nice, I suppose. <laughs> and I'm reading the fact right now. The Shelley Duvall suffered from nervous exhaustion throughout filming, including physical illness and hair loss. But guess what? The next movie she filmed was Popeye with Robin Williams. So she got that laughter in the end. Yeah, she needed a palate cleanser. Oh, yes. Um, the snow from the maze scene is salt and crushed styrofoam. Interesting. None of that is snow, apparently. Huh. I can believe it. But That's it. Very interesting. I, I can keep grabbing holy on all of these facts forever, but there is one thing that I wanted to tag on, and okay. that is all of the crazy theories about yes. this movie. We're out, of, we're out of trivia time, and we're going into the theory zone. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going into the weird zone. Uh, I think uh, probably the number one one that most people have heard about is that it's about the Apollo moon landing. This was the reason why you wanted to do a podcast on this movie, by the way. It was partially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember it was brought up and you're like, oh, wait, did y'all know? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Moon Landing. Uh, like, ah. <laughs> Basically, uh, if you look into it, room 237, uh, it was changed from 217 to two, from the book uh, because the moon is 237,000 miles away. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of little nods uh, to it. Uh, let me see. I just accidentally closed out my list. Oh, no. That's how I make for great radio. Uh, <laughs> and I was going to, I haven't looked anything up yet because I was going to let you tell me. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm talking into Shining my, Moon Landing. My notes are dead. Stanley Kubrick, The Shining, and The Moon Landing Conspiracy Theory. Uh, I think we went to the moon just as a throwing it out there. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, we went, we went to the moon. Okay. And if we didn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Uh, we beat we beat the Russians, and we, if we didn't, we, we trained them to thinking we beat them. Yeah, we we bankrupted the Russians if we didn't. Yeah. What if we had discovered it was impossible and just like, yeah, we made it up there. They're like, shit, we gotta kill the whole country to get there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So long running conspiracy conspiracy theory maintains that Stanley Kubrick helped NASA to fake the moon landing. Uh, huh. Yes. Yeah, because the big assumption was that Kubrick was the guy who filmed it if it was faked. Oh, okay. So uh, part of it had to do with the whole Diamonds Are Forever released two years after the moon landing. Yes. Stealing a moon buggy to make his escape, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, they, they really put a lot of things together. It was like, we're going to make it seem like we might have done, did a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the world sneak will never know. Uh, also, Danny's wearing a sweater that says Apollo 11 USA. He does. I didn't notice that. No it's, shit. It's a very, it's like a hand fun sweater. Uh, I think it's a sweater that gets ripped off him too when he goes into the room. I think he's wearing that sweater then. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm sorry. I just want a really random fun fact that in order to achieve his angry status throughout oh, the, the movie, cheese yeah, Jack Nicholson achieved his character's anger anger by only eating cheese sandwiches, which may seem weird, but he hates cheese sandwiches. So for two weeks leading up to production, all he ate were cheese sandwiches. So when he showed up on set, he was pissed. Are these grilled cheeses? Or no, just, uh, just Just cheese on bread. Is what it, it, just isn't a, a grilled cheese just a cheese sandwich? I was... Other way around? Yes, other way around. Yep. Girls, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was wondering. I was like... Cause, I mean, you can't hate grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is great. Not down on 38. Plug, 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 plug. Oh, plug. God, uh, yes. The elevator shot that everyone knows. The blood elevator? Yeah. Uh, it was done in three shots, but it took a year to get right. Yep. Because it took so long to clean it up once they messed it up. <laughs> I can uh, easily believe that. There was some other fact about like the stuff they used uh, as the fluid. They, yeah, they didn't get permits from the... Or they didn't get yeah. permission for the hotel for a lot of that stuff. That's what it was. Uh... If I remember right, and so they uh, pretty much destroyed the whole floor of a hotel. <laughs> and this was also one of the first movies to use the Steadicam. That's from a cinematographer. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. They did it on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> the first couple movies to use it were Rocky, Bound for Glory, Marathon Man, and The Shining. The I can see them doing the it with the uh, when Danny's on the tricycle. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, That's yeah. probably when they used it. And I was thinking as well the chase scene through the that's yeah. Um. Also, apparently, uh, Stanley Kubrick didn't tell Danny Lloyd about a lot of the stuff that was going on in the movie, and so he was finally enough to see it. He had no idea about the naked lady in the bathroom. <laughs> he had no idea about the blood door. He had no idea. And actually, um, when Wendy carries Danny through the hotel yelling at Jack, she's actually holding a life-size dummy, which was done to avoid putting Lloyd in such an intense scene. So you know what? We're going to protect Danny. It's okay, but fuck you, Shelly. Yep. You're going to do shit. Uh, one of the other big popular theories is it's about uh, it's all an allusion to the CIA mind control project. Have you guys ever heard of MK oh, Ultra? Yes. Yeah. And you mean the other movie with Kristen Stewart and oh um, god, Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. I watched that the other day and it was very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, there was another one. Uh, oper- the predecessor operation was called Midnight Climax, and they would. Find these dudes going to like strip clubs and yeah. dope with LSD. Jesus. Uh, because what are they going to say? Babe, I don't know what happened. You know, I got slipped something when I stuck out with the strip club. <laughs> but it's just the name for that. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but, uh, 
if you guys, if, uh, if the audience hasn't heard of MK Ultra, it was the CIA doping people with LSD to see if they could induce mind control. Yeah. Back in the eighties, you know, eighties were very right back in the fifties through nineteen seventy three. Wow, that is what a time. Twenty three yeah. years of doping, folks. We don't do studies. I would imagine fully where just... Dahmer was like, "Let me try my version of mind control and see if this goes well." Oof. Uh, Dahmer was the cannibal. Let me. Yes, think. actually. You're thinking Manson. No, I'm talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. He used to drill was holes into try- people to make male sex lives. Was he really trying to do? Holy shit. Yes. I Obviously, thinking, I have to educate you on two. I was thinking of Charles Manson and trying to control a cult. Yeah. Ooh. That's also where I thought you were going. Oh, I stand by. No, no, you're not wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, I just both that, that, that was not the reference we were thinking. But uh, Charles Manson is like loosely tied to the MK Ultra program somehow. There's oh, a dude sure. that just released a book on it. I'll just oh. uh, I just want to read this quote of how Stephen King has this quote about this movie. What he compares it to. A big, beautiful Cadillac with no engine inside. Because he says, my novels have passion and emotion, whereas Kubrick's film is cold and calculated. Yeah. That so it's a big, beautiful Cadillac really, with yeah. no engine. Yeah. It's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That actually, that fits pretty well. That checks out. Uh, God, they, they're like so many, like people think that it might have all been a dream, that it's about... Uh, the the hotel is actually hell. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Well, it would make sense if that was because you see at the end of the movie, it says like 1920 something, yeah, whatever, and it has Jack Nicholson in the front of the picture, mm-hmm. or Jack the, Torrance yeah, front the of the picture. Thing, the, you've always been the character. Well, if he's in Purgatory Hell, it's just him repeating the murder of his family, him going crazy over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I and, mean, I'm not saying that they don't all kind of fit. I think that's the beauty of a movie like this, where it's like there's so many ways it could go that it's just the viewer's take. Yeah. Yep. But also, oh, real quick, the, our poor buddy over here, who's the head chef, the one who went to yeah. Miami, is enjoying his vacation. Danny calls him, so he flies up there, gets in a five-hour car drive to get there up in the snow, and he just walks over like, guys, guys, and, and then Jack comes out with he's like, hello. And he's like the only one who dies because Wendy and Danny make it out finally. Also, I like how she pushes him. Jack dies, but like she pushes Danny out, he's just going around the maze over and over. Also, smart kid retracing his footsteps in the Uh, snow. mm -hmm. I was like, you smart, you smart. Well, he pushed him out and he slid down. Then he went back inside and then got chased outside again. Yes, he's just like, why? But she's just running on the house, and I just, I love the, just the still of Rosen Jack. Yes, that's... Because it's just... It's one of the more anticlimactic deaths in yeah. a movie. But um, it's, it's a very well-known pl- image. Yes, and I like the way that that's actually played out because of yeah. how unnerving seeing him in the picture in the next couple frames is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing that I would... Oh, in the books, one of the other big changes was that when the chef comes back, he doesn't just immediately get murdered. Oh, yeah. I would have preferred that. Give him, give him some more. Give him a little bit more agency. Yeah. Other than just like, oh, he's here. Oh, he's dead. Yep. Yeah. It's like you spend all this time with him in Miami, hearing Danny through the thoughts, getting his... Yeah. You show him on the plane. You show him getting a rental car. You show mm-hmm. all this stuff. The minute he finally gets there. Nope, dead. Yep. I'm excited to watch uh, Doctor Sleep with y'all. Yes. And as apparently well, Dr. Sleep stars Owen McGregor as Danny. Yes. So mm-hmm. we get to see, you know, he he grew up, but apparently he has psychotic issues, though. 
I wonder where those have been inherited. Mm. <laughs> I wonder, was it my daddy trying to kill me? Is it the imaginary friend I had? So we definitely are going to be doing Dr. Sleep at some point. Yes. Um, what, and have we wrapped everything you guys want to talk about on this one? Yeah, I pretty much. I didn't have many notes on it. Once well, it's a great like we want to watch this it's a good movie yeah. but as someone who's seen this movie a couple times for the two of you this is your first time seeing it what did y'all think of the movie I enjoyed it uh, it definitely was pretty positive I'd probably give it like a uh, like an 81 oh, we're doing ratings we're doing ratings okay. you doing a rating right now hmm? is that your rating yeah okay I don't even want to add out anything <laughs> okay 80, 81 uh, hacked through doors okay that, that, that place I like mm-hmm. that uh, I also enjoyed it, um, and yeah, for the first time, I, I read about it, I haven't read the book or anything, as I am known to do, I'll <laughs> get all the information about the source, and not actually read the source, or see the source, uh, I'll give it, uh, 85 bloody flooded hallways <laughs> out of 100. <laughs> And I'm going to give it 83 decomposing sores on a naked old woman's body. <laughs> so I think the average is going to be 81 there, probably. There uh, Or no, 83. 83? Because I yeah, said 80. 5, you won. I said 3. 3, yeah. And I'm the winner here. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 I don't have my computer, so give me some of that to do with this time. Yep. It's uh, post So on that note, what are we What are we thinking What are we thinking for next time? Uh, Lawnmower Man. Hmm. What? I like it. Yes. It's a it's a movie. It has Pierce Brosnan in it. Oh. Uh, he fixes a guy's brain with VR, and he becomes super powered. All right. I you know I I want us to do a Studio Ghibli film at some point. Okay. Do you guys have a preference on which one? No, love them all. The long also, I don't want to say that. answer is we're not watching it. Yeah. But <laughs> yes, yeah. I'd be down to watch Studio Ghibli. I'm, I haven't actually seen any of them really. Have you never seen? I don't think I have. Oh my god, they're I'm, great! I'm gonna go with um, Battlefield Earth, starring John Travolta. Oh, uh, another trash one. Yeah, absolutely. I trash. mean, great one. Yes. It's a, so it's so trashy. It's iconic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Because guess what? He's a Scientologist. Ooh. Pets the up. first, the first biological movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> Sit your ass down. That's a great movie. <laughs> the third one, not so much. There's four or three. There's four. Oh my god. <laughs> they rebooted at the end. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Alright. Well, unlike how the doors in the shine did, I'm gonna close before all hell breaks loose and let's uh close this out. Yeah, I think that's a good show. Yeah. Okay. Well, see you guys next time. out.